You're listening to SBS News. The tree shadows grew long and the sun set in the west. The country and the sky was washed with the power of beauty in rich colours of pink and gold and red and blue. For a moment, That's from the children's book Grandfather Emu and How the Kangaroo Got Her Pouch. The book, aimed at 5- to 12-year-olds, features ancient Aboriginal stories reimagined by Auntie Rhonda Collard-Spratt. Auntie Rhonda, who is also a dancer, singer, songwriter, poet and artist, co-wrote the book with her friend Jackie Farrow. Written in 2020, the book helped Auntie Rhonda deal with the isolation that was brought on when the COVID-19 pandemic hit Australia. Being Aboriginal, I was high risk and we had a couple of little lockdowns here in Queensland and I was feeling very isolated and lonely and... Anyway, she rang up out of the blue and said, Auntie, are you ready to do new books? And I said, yes, I'm raring to go. Auntie Rhonda calls the stories New Dreamings, updated to represent life now and also including words from the Noongar language of Western Australia. A survivor of the stolen generations, she says the book, the first in a series, is about optimism and reclaiming the stories and the words she was forced to abandon as a child. So this is about building hope to all Australians and mainly to our young Aboriginal readers because in this book I'm introducing our Indigenous, our Aboriginal languages back because a lot of our languages at the moment are sleeping and as a stolen person myself I was not never allowed to speak it. We were told it was rubbish and it didn't matter and we had to learn English and if we spoke it we were punished severely with beatings and scrub our mouths were scrubbed with soap and water and a brush so it's about saying no everything about us is good we matter everything about us is important so hold on to who we are Auntie Rhonda was born in Carnarvon, Western Australia, but now lives by the bush in Ipswich in Queensland. She was only three years old when she was taken from her Aboriginal family in an era that saw thousands of Aboriginal children forcibly removed from their families by churches, welfare bodies and governments. For much of the 20th century, children like Auntie Rhonda were either raised in institutions, adopted or fostered out to non-Aboriginal families. The children came to be known as the Stolen Generations. I don't know how they thought it was right. You know, anyone with a human heart or any humanity within their soul would never think it was right to remove any child from, from their family, from their language, from their country. So... It's still, we're still living with the traumas of it, but you know what, we are survivors and what we've gone through as a people has made us more determined to stay strong in who we are. And because they tried to breed us out, they tried to flog our language out, but you know what, we're still here, we're still strong. 
On February the 13th, 2008, the then Labor government offered a formal apology to members of the Stolen Generations on behalf of the Australian Parliament. Auntie Rhonda is now 70 years old, and these days she chooses to take life one day at a time. You know, I'm so grateful that every day when I wake up that I'm given this day because... You know, our life expectancy is a lot shorter than white Australians. So I've closed the gap by 10 years between my mother and my father. So I've lived a little bit longer. And every day when I wake up, I thank the ancestors I still have a day that I'm here and I must use this day to its full advantage. The bush animals settled for the night and the land became still and quiet. The great spirit of the dreaming looked out and could see all was well. Soon owls and cricket filled the sky with their nighttime songs. Younger kangaroo family shared stories by the fire. Mothers held their babies close as the... The publishers of the book are donating some of the sale proceeds to the Indigenous Literacy Foundation. The foundation provides education and books to remote Aboriginal communities. It has already supplied over half a million books to over 400 communities and at least 40% featuring Indigenous authors and illustrators. Reading can take you to many different places, you know. It's exciting. I read every night. It's part of who I am. (laughs) The book is the first in a series of children's books by Auntie Rhonda and Jackie. I want to tell you a story about the great spirit. Yonga Kumba began. Kura Kura, a long time ago, the great spirit of the dreaming, creator of all things of the earth, sea and sky, decided to test the animals. The, great spirit could the two first worked together on Auntie Rhonda's life story, so Alice's daughter, lost mission child, and have since become good friends. Both hope the books will pass on important values to younger people, regardless of their cultural background. Well, the main one for me is to be kind, because, you know, as an Aboriginal person, I get a lot of hatred. I, I'm ignored in shops, I get called all sorts of names and you know racism really hurts, it sucks and racism kills because we have the highest rate of suicide amongst our youth and a lot of them, it breaks my heart you know. She has a special message for all young people, especially Aboriginal youth, urging them to look back to the strength of their ancestors to face the challenges of life. We must find that resilience that they had and um, that strength within our heart and our mind and spirit and know that these moments will pass, that we can pick ourselves up and dust ourselves off and say, right, I'm going to face what comes my way now. So it's about believing in yourself and to know that you are important. You are our future. We need you all. Peggy Giacomelos, SBS News.